listening to Female VC Lab, a podcast that showcases the journeys of female investors. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am an award-winning CTO and VC that teaches companies and investors about emerging technology. I am sitting down with female VCs and investors to talk about their funds, how they invest, and how they make an impact. Welcome to the Female VC Lab Podcast. I have Lisa here. Lisa, in one line, give me your name, your title, and the name of your fund. My name is Lisa Feria, and I'm the managing partner and CEO of Stray Dog Capital. Wonderful. So what inspired you to become a venture capitalist? My trajectory has not been traditional or typical. I started out as a chemical engineer and really wanted to fix things and run plants and things like that. And I did that with General Mills for quite a few years. But then I decided that I wanted to learn the other side of running a business. So after B school, I moved over to work with Procter & Gamble. And after a few years there, I watched a few documentaries and had a realization that the direction that we're heading as a climate is really dire and that I wanted to spend whatever time I have left on this earth, my treasure, my talent, whatever I can to really help solve the climate crisis that, that we're having, that we're going to be facing during our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so for me, VC was the way in. I think the private markets have a big role to play in finding mm-hmm. better solutions for the climate. And 100%. the food system connected my interest and my passion and my background with what I wanted to do. So then I entered venture capital. Wonderful. Most of us have had a non-traditional, yeah. as you found on the podcast, most people have had a very non-traditional trajectory into venture capital. Which I love. We bring very diverse and differentiated points of view. I've actually run products in a facility. I think that's awesome because when I look at companies and talk to entrepreneurs, I can provide some actual advice. Yes, practical advice. Awesome. So what is your thesis and what is the motivation behind your thesis? Yeah, so the problem that we're trying to solve is the food system is completely unsustainable and very polluting, actually. And we are going to have 10 billion people on the planet by 2050. And so we have to quickly and effectively find a better way to feed ourselves and all the people that we're going to welcome into the planet in the next decade or so. And we have to do it in an ideally more nutritious and beneficial way. So our fund, Estrada Capital, focuses on the intersection of food and technology. We Mm -hmm. invest in early stage companies that are bringing better food solutions into the marketplace. We're in our third fund and we have made over 45 investments. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. Wonderful. Wonderful. Besides coming in from the sustainability side of life, what got you interested in the clean tech and the agricultural side of this? Yeah, what I realized very quickly is that 
as much as we talk about electric vehicles and changing your light bulbs and all these things, that really the food system is such a wide market. It's $1.3 trillion. It's one of the only markets in the world that we all interact with multiple times a day because we all eat. True. And so from an impact standpoint, any change that you can make in the food system is going to affect sustainability and climate, pollution, water usage, deforestation, mm-hmm. such as so many different things. I was really surprised when I was doing research to find out that our food system, and particularly animal agriculture, is to blame for over 70% of Amazon deforestation and uses more than 70% of the world's antibiotics. So if you think about oh. potential antibiotic overuse, antibiotic resistance strains, this is very oh, likely where it, where it comes from. That's right. So then for me, it was like, how do I make the most impact? And it was clear that the food system had to be upgraded. Awesome. Wonderful. Thanks for clarifying that. So what are you currently learning or listening to or reading these days? I'm a big fan of documentaries and there's three documentaries that that I 100% recommend and like. The first one is called Forks Over Knives. Forks like the eating forks oh. and knives, like scalpel, what you get when you yeah. have surgery. Forks over knives. I yeah. like that. And the idea is just really about how can you improve your quality of life by what you put in your body and how you eat and the effects of different products in your body. The second one is called Cowspiracy, and that really covers the impact of the food system, particularly animal agriculture on just pollution, deforestation, water usage, et cetera. And the third one is called Game Changers. Game Changers. So this one is about the effect on the physiology of athleticism and athletes when they change, make changes to their diet and replace some things with other things and how that improves your overall performance, attention, focus, et cetera. In terms of what I'm reading, I really, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm in the process of finishing We Are the Weather. So that's really interesting. That was really interesting. It really got me from the first moment when I looked at the front cover because it talked about how we save the planet by how the decisions we make as consumers, particularly the decisions we make when we sit down to eat and how little changes really make a big difference. And I'm a huge productivity junkie. I just like little tips and tricks of how to improve productivity. I'm a mother of two, uh, two humans and three dogs. <laughs> so have a lot of things going on in my household, a lot of things pulling my attention and time. And so there's mm-hmm. a book called High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. And I really, oh, yeah. that's like my go-to. I go back to it all the time. And how can I tweak things in my day to be more effective, to be a more present mother or to do better by my LPs that I've invested in our fund? And I come back to that pretty often. That's wonderful. So here's the bonus question. In two years, when we're talking, How do you see venture capital or investing having changed or evolved? There's a few trends that I'm watching really in an interested fashion. I think the there's been a lot of talk about how do we open up in venture capital investing to the average person, like the Robin Hood idea, right? I think that's really interesting. And there's a lot. I talk to my own friends and family around what I do. They're always really intrigued, but they cannot meet my minimums in the fund, in our fund. 
And so how can we involve them and others that perhaps don't have access through me or other venture capitalists to be able to participate in this really interesting market, to be able to vote for their dollars to drive forward technologies that are going to be like groundbreaking as it relates to climate change. So I think that's going to be a big one. The second one is it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the next generation of allocations. G-investing mm-hmm. has gone up and down in interest. And so I'll, in the next two years, I think it will continue to gain a lot of interest as different, um, different allocators realize that if we don't invest in ESG, if we don't change from the trajectory we're heading, it doesn't matter what you have your dollars in, it's going to suffer <laughs> or who is managing your dollars. I, th- to, I think to- we're seeing that, right? If you look at what's gone down tremendously and we could start naming them, but we won't do exactly. that today. There's a lot that didn't pay attention to that. And we can see they're going back. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Lisa, how do people contact you? Yep. So our website, www.straydotcapital.com or directly to me, Lisa at Straydotcapital. Happy to connect and chat with anybody who's interested in this space. Wonderful. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks for having me. I am a big fan of the podcast. So well, I am thank very you so much. I always appreciate you. it when I have someone tell me that they're excited about the podcast. Because this podcast is a uh, like a passion project that came out of the pandemic. As many people mm-hmm. had passion projects that came yeah. out of the pandemic. So... Some people are like, how long have you been doing this? I said, I'm 61 episodes in two and a half years now. Wow. That's really impressive. Plus, I appreciate that you took this on and now sourdough bread. I think this is amazing. So thank you for doing it. I'm not. I could. I probably could do sourdough bread because you have the instant starter all the time on sourdough bread. But (laughs) baking is not my thing. Yeah. Ditto. Awesome. Thanks so much. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Speaking today. This episode is brought to you by Trail and Ventures. Find and invest in the next billion-dollar emerging tech company. Sign up for our exclusive content at https colon slash slash trailin T-R-A-I-L-Y-N dot com to find out more. Find us on Apple on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening.